0: Tacovas, oh yeah. I was just looking at some pictures of a concert Luke Bryan, my wife and I went to, I don't know, 10 years ago. She had some old cowboy boots on. This is like a couple weeks ago. And I said, You, you need some new boots because we're going to see Luke Combs. So she went to tecovas.com, and they're just perfect. She loves them. You can do the same. You go to tacovas.com. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested handmade down in the boot capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. If you've ever wondered, can I pull off cowboy boots? Then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see they'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear, and it's all kinds of Western staples. Trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to a store, Tecovas delivers the most premium quality, most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. The nerds will help you get smarter about balancing your portfolio and avoiding scams so your money is just as safe as betting against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Planning your tax bill so you don't dread April every year. And saving on travel. Vacations coming. You spend less on airfare, it means you're not choosing between surf or turf. It's surf and turf for dinner and maybe even an extra night stay. So listen to Wallet Smart Money podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Middle car! Happy weekend, Habes. Happy Saturday. Ow! We thought we would do a special Saturday mailbag. Not a bad idea, guy. Not a bad idea at all. A little bonus content for the weekend. So, uh, you know, you can listen to this. You might be doing that. You might be watching it on the YouTube channel. We're just doing a little extra, John. That's what we do. A little extra. I think I, I uh,
1: Buddy and fellow co-worker, partner that helps who's helped Colin out for years, for a decade, said that like moving some stuff around with the podcast and people are like, why are we going to do like the Saturday podcast doesn't make any sense. And they're like, you know, that Colin Saturday podcast does enormous numbers. And why? Think how often you just have a couple hours where you have nothing to listen to that. Maybe you're doing stuff. People run errands. People go on walks. People do things that the podcast market and just in general, the audio market, I feel is underserved on saturday because sunday probably not a big podcast day but saturday church saturday's
0: for god sunday well
1: i mean i think most of them the churches are shut down according well, to by, twitter oh
0: i sorry i meant football yeah <laughs> church I you were thinking the traditional definition of church i meant for the nfl the seven eight billion dollar tv contracts they did uh on friday before cob yeah i've been to church not in a long time well church traditional church nfl church you've been to many times
1: Yes, NFL Church. Yeah, that is my church.
0: All right, let's do some uh, let's do some mailbag here, John. Let's do it. Where should we begin? Let's see. Uh, here we go. And it's as simple as this, everybody. Just go to the iTunes page, leave us a question in your review. Make it five stars. And that question is how you uh, leave us a mailbag question. It's doing it on the iTunes uh, review. Do it. Now. First up, Kyle check question. Hey, guys, love the podcast. I'm wondering why there's been no talk about the Niners possibly using the franchise tag on Juice. If he is listed as a fullback, wouldn't that make his tag number less than that of a ball-carrying running back? Friend of the show, Cal check
1: Yes. My, my first reaction is the reason you don't tag a lot of random positions, and the irony is the Niners, remember, tagged a kicker. <laughs> was it two years ago? Yes, and, right. uh But that was a unique situation. that Their team wasn't that good at the time, and they didn't want to lose the kicker, who desperately would not have resigned, right, if they had not tagged him. He wanted to leave. He wanted to go home to Chicago. Irony is they signed him
0: again after. So
1: I I know, but he definitely, yeah, but definitely at the time he was like, I'm not coming back. Let me go. And it was 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 like, like, hold on. I was like, wait, what is going (laughs) on?
0: Yeah,
1: it was a bizarre situation. Very, very bizarre. I think the problem why you can't tag Juice, who it's pretty well reported now that they really want him back, right? That they will work with him to try to get him back. Kyle, I think, is probably his biggest fan in the league. You don't want to tie up that money, you know? Because ideally, even if you give them the same amount of money, the way you structure a contract—if you give them the three-year, fifteen million-dollar deal, right—you would structure it to where you got some wiggle room. And the moment you tag them, no fullbacks ever been tagged. But if you did, you know, four or five million—that that that money is immediately just held up in their salary cap, you know, space. With a kicker, remember it was like three million bucks or whatever it was. It was, and they had money at the time.
0: Well, the other thing, I think Barrows actually wrote about this, so I'll give him credit. Uh, there's not a fullback tag, so you'd have to tag him like a running back. Wow, so he gets uh, get $11 million what Jimmy, what, what Jimmy Graham always wanted? Yes, what Jimmy Graham always wanted to be categorized as a receiver.
1: <laughs> How fast do you think Kyle Juszczyk, if they tagged him $11 million, would sign that tag? Before the Extremely end of fast. the day?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. before, before like, you- we could get
1: him on the podcast. Do you think he would, honest to God, you know, the you sign, would it be signed in 10 minutes? $11 million guaranteed? In a heartbeat. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. I didn't know. That's good, good Barrows knowledge. She was his birthday a, the other a day. Loophole.
0: I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Happy birthday, <laughs> yeah. Barrows. Thanks for all your coverage and uh, content. All right. Next up on the mailbag. Oh, you know what? Sorry. Hold on. That question was, I got to give, that was from uh, Scott Gilbert. I see Scotty. Somebody using their full name on the internet? That's a rarity. Yeah. What a unicorn. All right, this is from Jay Shelby. Another full name on the internet. Ah, Jay, might as well put your social security number out there. Uh, this is a five-star pod in draft talk. Hey, fellas, longtime listener, first-time commenter. Do you think Shanahan and Lynch would, like, would draft Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida, if he fell to number 12? I know the Niners have greater needs at quarterback, O-line, and cornerback. But let's say the top QBs are gone, as well as the cornerbacks, Sertain and Fairly Farley. Uh, Niners would need to run more 12 personnel and have a lineup of Kittle Pitts, Debo Ayuk, a matchup great, problem for defensive coordinators. I know. Always enjoy your draft conversations. Looking forward to future draft talks such as Niners and Raiders first round prospect wish list and dream scenarios. Keep up the good work. Promo code ham. I My immediate answer
1: to this would be yes. I, I know you, the Haberman, the media in you, the media man in you loves Kyle Pitts at 12. That's and listen, true. for our business, it would be very, very cool. It is not the right football decision. Uh, under no circumstances, if you were in the Kyle Pitts market, that would mean you're cool with the quarterback. You, you just, at 12, you draft an offensive or a defensive lineman. Bottom line, period, end of story, and I think you draft an offensive lineman. You know, it sucks. Because you're but, not going to resign Trent Williams, yeah. But not even that, I just think that, the 49ers, if they're not going to draft quarterback, you draft a lineman. And it sucks. And Haberman has nightmares thinking about a guard at twelve. But thinking if you about the live at
0: 12, YouTube show. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the live YouTube show where it's like, here we go, Niners are on the clock. Well, for example, you would hated Tristan Wirfs, and so would I. Uh, yeah, but well, then when he's an all pro I've acknowledged you know. that you should not let draft watching guy dictate your picks. Yeah.
1: Do you agree, though, if they are non-quarterback and just rolling with Jimmy and Dalton that you cannot take Kyle Pitts if there is an equal offensive lineman on the board? You have the highest-paid tight end in the league. Yeah. No, I think their pick... And you, just the, drafted Brandon, and you just drafted Brandon Ayuk in the first round. So you got a tight end who makes a ton of money and a first-round wide receiver on top
0: I, of a second-round wide receiver. Yeah, I think if their pick is not quarterback and one of the two top left tackles is there that's who they draft and it's not going to be Panay Sewell. now non
1: i actually care about team building middle cough fuck yeah draft kyle pitts or jalen waddle or any of those sweet players that i can talk a lot about right yes
0: i, I wouldn't even would be like, him, like, but like Najee harris like, this guy won't even be there i don't think Najee harris pitts will be there at 12 no Najee will be there you can't probably take Najee Harris twelve, but I mean, you could. If you told me Najee Harris is on the team, you could. Would you take him mid second round? Yeah, I don't think he'll be there in the mid second round, though. I think nah, he's gonna be. Gone. Well. I think someone's gonna take him at the end of the first round. Yeah, Gruden. Would, I'd rather take Kyle Pitts than a. I think I'm not into taking corners high. Would you? If it yep. was between, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Are we going with Sertan or Sertan? Is it Sertan? It's whatever his dad was called. It's the well, son know, of the guy I, that I played I in the both. league. It's spelled Sertain, and then I hear everyone say Sertan. I thought it was Patrick Sertain. Is that yeah. Patrick Sertan? I don't know. They're, but it's a good we'll it's it a out. great cornerback name. It'd be like an awful quarterback name. It's a fantastic qu- cornerback name.
1: When's the last time a Bama defensive player that was drafted high wasn't pretty good? Feels like he's had a pretty good run Norman of like all the D linemen. But he was good. He just was a disaster. Uh, all those defensive linemen like Jonathan Allen's good for the Redskins or the Washington football team Quinn and Williams I actually think I read like a quote that said Quinn and Williams, I don't want to get traded (laughs) I don't don't know if that's gone perfectly but I do think he's pretty talented I'd take Quinn and Williams if I was the Niners
0: I'm sure the Raiders would want him Uh, Alabama draft picks Um, Anthony Jennings of the Patriots this Never last heard of a Third, third rounder. Sorry, I'll go higher. Uh, yeah, I'm talking first rounders. Jedrick Willis, that worked. Yeah. Um. Jonah Williams, good, good player. Williams. Josh Jacobs. Sorry, I got. Was, a, J- was Jonah Williams Cincinnati?
1: Yeah, offensive yeah. tackle. I um, think he. I think he got hurt like in training camp and missed the entire season last year. Memory serves me correct.
0: They
2: actually could have
0: read was like the, you know, sneaky. The pitchers have like four, three guys coming back off of like opt outs. I saw, I saw that tweet today. Like they're all coming back. It's like a college
1: team with a bunch of returns. What if Jonah Williams, Jonah Williams comes back and they draft Panay Sewell. And then boom, all of a sudden their offensive line is way sweeter. Not not, not
0: Jonah Williams.
1: Uh, Wait, Who are you talking about? The Bengals? I'm yeah, saying the yeah, Bengals. So, yeah. Jonah Williams comes back off injury. Joe Burrow comes Sewell. back off I injury. Like you draft Panay Sewell. And all of a sudden you're like, we got two sweet tackles. Kind of like Darnold. You're like, we just drafted Beckton. This is where offensive linemen talk, you have to use it in relation to the quarterback, right? It's like his right hand guy. You can't just be like, We drafted a guard. You got we drafted a guard to protect Andrew Luck.
0: That's right, <laughs> <That's> Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, that's we why we drafted Jonah Williams. More luck. Resigning Trent Williams sounds bad until you're like, we resign Trent Williams to protect Justin Fields. You're like, oh, good use of money. <laughs> that, that's how you have to use it. You can't just put them on an island by themselves. Like we just signed a 10
1: million dollar guard. We signed him to protect the asset.
0: That's right. Yep. It's like I just Jimmy shaved, my, is, Jimmy I just shaved my chest for my hot girlfriend. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Seems like a reasonable thing to do. You know, actually, in my experience
1: girls ladies women in their 30s and older prefer this
0: chest to not get shaven Tonight. i've always been a well there's a fine shaver. there's a fine line like this is a little much <laughs> yeah but, you uh, have you an excess amount of hair yeah, yeah. well I, I know you you're saying you don't want like baby smooth that's a little weird i actually don't have that much hair on my body so it's just i just let it rock no. now manscape.com slash no,
1: i think it was nothing. promo code no free ads
0: yeah uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, Deron Payne, Rashawn Evans, Calvin Ridley. They're producing players. Last pretty time I pretty checked, good. pretty good program. RJ Howard, Jonathan Allen, Marlon Humphrey, Ruben. Oh, look, here's 2016 when they only had one first-rounder. Ryan Kelly. And redraft that, Derek Henry goes in the first round. All right, next mailbag yeah. question. This one says, uh, Juice interview was awesome. I love the show. But uh, this mailbag question asked Question, can we get Elias on here? I need some mortal locks from him. Elias is for the OGs, you know? Yes, he is. Yes, Elias he hasn't is. been on the podcast in a while, so I don't know. Maybe no, he hasn't. Maybe we can find a way to...
2: Bam! <laughs> Elias! Hi, how are you guys? Doing good, how, how are you? I'm
0: Moving good, them all into place. I'm good.
2: How about you guys? What's it's going on? How's business? Business is good. Same Corona sharing. didn't uh, bankrupt you? No, no, not yet.
0: Are you in the store? Can you show us the store?
2: Yes. Sh-
0: Sherman Market. There's Elias. How often do people uh, ask you, Elias, when you're going to be giving your uh, your picks on the radio?
2: Well, they sometimes they ask, but people are losing money, so they don't <laughs> they don't have money to waste now.
0: So no. you're on our podcast now.
2: Ah, good. <laughs>
0: Do you have a pick for us? What do you got? You got any locks?
2: Yes, I do, you, actually. Actually, three of them today. That's a good one. I like Indiana Pacers, plus three.
0: Who they? Celtics playing.
1: are in shambles. Yeah, Celtics are in shambles. I like that pick.
2: the Celtics. I like the Thunder, plus three, against Atlanta. Okay. And I like the Warriors, minus five and a half. Of course, we have who, to pick the Warriors. Uh, our no. team. Right, who
1: who are the Warriors playing? I didn't even honestly didn't know the they were Warriors playing
2: tonight. They're playing the Hornets. The
1: Hornets. Oh, the Hornets. Oh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. How did yeah. you do gambling during football season? You have
2: a good year. Or? Actually, I did very good on the on the Super Bowl, but I screwed up the second half. I was, you know, I booked few books for uh, for people, so I took their bets, but I was able to make more money if I if I thought about it in the second half. But I was stupid. I didn't do it.
0: Yeah. Do you think about about the over under yeah. was
2: like the over under was like fifty seven, and they scored like twenty seven, and the second half was like I think like thirty over under something like that. So I had no way of losing, but I didn't think about it. You know, I was busy watching the games.
1: Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's hard to blame you. What about what do you think of the Roethlisberger situation?
2: What's with him, now?
1: Well, the, just your overall take on the Pittsburgh Steelers should, and cool with where they're back?
2: Is he coming back or not?
0: Do, do you want him back? I said.
2: Not really. No, that's enough, you know. <laughs> Let's move on. Tom can, Brady can, is taking over the whole thing.
1: Can Do uh, you guys still sell a lot of cigarettes in 2021? Yes. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Could you show me what a top seller is? I'm fascinated by the cigarette market. That's a big one, Marbles?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to click the American Not for Kids YouTube uh, button on this one. What's the best-selling item in the whole store, you think?
2: Best-selling beer.
0: Beer. Of course. Yes. What am I thinking? Coors Light or Bud Light? What do more people buy?
2: Yes. Coors Light? Light? No. White No, People are not <laughs> buying
1: white claw yeah. yeah
2: number one seller in california white claw neighborhood here <laughs> <laughs> sherman
0: market go see elias go say hi to good him. to see you elias glad, glad you're still good see uh, you too, too guys. Real well.
2: good
0: thank to be you, seen thank you guys good pick <laughs> good luck in your picks
2: see ya thank you guys all right bye elias. You, bye, bye guys
0: there <laughs> he goes john elias from sherman market you never know who's watching. You know, I, he's following the rules. You see? Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, San Francisco, city of San Francisco. Keep an eye on him. So, for people that don't know, he just he runs a liquor store near. He used to come when we had a radio show on the radio show every week. Give us his picks, people. Every once in a while, you'll know an OG listener when they say like, "What's up with Elias? Where's Elias?" He just owns that store, owns a couple other stores, has some real estate investments. He drives. Yeah. He drives a uh, like a blacked out Jeep Wrangler. I thought he had a jaguar. no, no jaguar. Blacked out. He
1: jaguar. never had a, I thought he had a nice luxury car back when we were driving. I, I thought that was the case. Maybe he was buying one for his wife, maybe maybe that yeah. was it. yeah, happy wife, happy life. didn't yeah, he say that on he said, Yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah you, you had to be careful back in uh, we don't have any rules here, but back then you just never quite knew he could come with a curveball yeah in a. was pro- oh that's it. right
0: I forgot he would tell us a joke on every
1: yeah, he'd tell us a joke, you know should have asked him for his joke. We should have. I mean, because
0: he could say whatever he wants. Good memory. ButcherBox.com slash ham helps you make good decisions. Last night I was thinking about ordering out, and then I reached into the freezer, grabbed some ground beef, and all of a sudden it was homemade taco night. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering all of you your choice of weeknight meal essentials. You get peace of mind with ButcherBox because it's high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. You get the ultimate convenience because it's delivered right to your door with free shipping, as always, and you get the ultimate customization. Your customization might be, I don't know what to do. Send me the good stuff. And they send you the good stuff. curated. Right now, go to butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham, and you'll get either three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a year plus $20 off your first order. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer and get $20 off. I'm going to give you the same advice I gave my buddy who just called me recently because he was getting a vasectomy. He just came from the doctor. They said they told me I got to shave. I said, gotta get to more like it. And I sent him the Lawnmower 5.0 from Manscaped. It's going to be the MVP for him and for you this March, go to manscaped.com and use the code HAM to get 20% off and free shipping. Get the Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, and you'll be the Cinderella story of March. The Lawnmower 5.0 is strong until the last stroke with a battery that lasts the entire tournament, a waterproof design, and interchangeable skin-safe blade heads that guarantee smooth ball handling every time to top it off the performance package throws in two free gifts boxers 2.0 and the new toiletry bag so get 20 off and free shipping with the code ham and manscaped.com that's 20 off and free shipping manscaped.com code ham when things get hairy make sure to call on manscaped in clutch time get on the prize picks app just like me and use the code ham 50 for a first deposit match of up to 100 football season's over but hoop season is getting hot And
1: mainly because I've been using this app for a long time Game Time. They are the best ticket app I've ever used. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. You want to go to a concert? You want to go watch Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond make a little playoff run? Well, that's where you use Game Time. You just download the app on your smartphone and you can search any event concerts, comedy shows, games, pro and college. Search by price point or search by where you want to sit at the venue. It gives you sightline on the app, and uh, it's really easy. Buying tickets in seconds with like two taps. I cannot recommend it enough. And here's what we're doing for you: when you use the promo code HAM H A M, you save twenty dollars off at checkout. That's promo code HAM at checkout and save $20 to any event. Download the Game Time app now.
0: Next mailbag question comes from BruhMoment02. It says, keep churning out the great work. Two questions, one quick, one a bit longer. Number one, any chance you guys would increase the number of shows per week? Number two, how did people inside an organization determine if it was a successful draft? Would the 2018 draft for the Niners be considered a success, Fred Warner in the third, or a failure? Pettis in the second. Does one superstar like Kittle... Make the 2017 draft a success, even though the rest of us thought the class was terrible. So uh, question number one, I guess we already answered question number one. This is our fourth pod of the week. So, yeah, we. any chance we would increase? i say the chance is good. We're doing it right now. Yeah. Whether that's my plan, who knows. But appreciate you liking the content, Bruh moment 2 How about number two? How do you assess, how do you grade your own draft? You know,
1: I don't think there is a... A definite answer, because you could argue if you hit on one. I, I texted to a couple of buddies the other day. I stumbled upon the 2011 Eagles draft, and it was Danny Watkins. Mm, it was this guy named Joanne Jarrett. It was all these really crappy players. I mean, t- Alex Henry, the kicker who replaced Akers, who was a bust in training camp, who was not quite as bad as the uh, the Florida State kid that went to Tampa, remember, that was like, oh, my God, he can't make a kick. But it was close. Remember that guy, the Florida State kicker? who got drafted in like the second or third round by the Bucks? second, Aguayo, uh, Aguayo, I think his name was. Aguayo, good call. Yeah, Bears. He, just, he just, it was over before it even started. Uh, but Jason Kelsey, who's, you know, one of the great offensive linemen for Eagles history, was in that draft in the sixth round. I think if you hit on a stalwart star player who is like one of the faces of your franchise, it doesn't make a draft a failure if it's just one player. Uh, I think ideally, if you have eight picks, I think the way you judge a good draft is you get one impact player and multiple starters and another guy that makes your team. So, like fifty, you know, like fifty percent of the guys make your team. Maybe you know one of them is a star, like a Kittle, a, a Pro Bowl level guy. Yeah, then others are just like solid members of a team, and your team is good, right? Because if you just get starters and you're a playoff team, that's that's a good thing. Well, I would say not it all is. starters
0: are equal, right? Not all starters are equal, but they can become equal depending on what round you got them in. Like, like the Kittle draft where you took Solomon Thomas and Ruben Foster. Say what you want about Akella Witherspoon; he's played in as many games as Solomon Thomas did. C.J. Beathard, okay. Trent Taylor's played in forty-plus games. D.J. Jones, who played, who's played a ton for you, um, yeah. was a sixth-round pick. So eighteen. The Fred Warner draft. McGlinchey again. Right now doesn't look like a great pick, but he started all your games at right tackle. Pettis was, was Kittle
1: was was Kittle the their first draft. Was that 2017 their first draft? uh yeah, because DeForest
0: was not their pick.
1: Yeah. Right? Okay, well he, here's where you also have to factor in. You get credit for undrafted free agents. Right? Like Matt Breda who played a lot on their Super Bowl team. Yep. You know, so you get and that's one thing I don't think we do. But you get credit like I remember a big part of what made Adam Peters like a national name was he got Elway gave him all the credit for CJ Anderson, who was their starting running back as an undrafted free agent for the Denver Broncos.
0: Like the organization gets credit when undrafted free agents make the team. How about when you it, draft, that class? How about when you draft DJ Reed in the fifth round, but then let him have a bunch of success on the Seahawks? It's a good pick, though. Yeah, see that one. I'm always is that one of like listen, I I liked him. Kyle didn't. I don't know. <laughs> Marcel Harris they took in the sixth round that year. Richie James. There was a seventh round pick. So, um, Richie James, pretty good seventh round pick, right? Dre, how about Drake Greenlaw as a fifth rounder? Feels like that one gets underrated. What, what draft was that? Nineteen. That was the Bosa draft. Yeah, uh, it had a pretty good draft. Bosa, Debo, Maybe. Jalen Hurd, who knows? Wisnowski, Greenlaw, Justin School. Who, who filled in? Remember? I mean, yeah. he already in kind of earned games his- as A six round guard has played in 30 or six round offensive linemen who's playing 30 games in two years. Yeah, I don't think you could ask. That's a pretty good draft. But here, see, here's the difference. The Bosa draft,
1: what happened? They drafted second in every round, right? Yeah. I I, I always say, because people shit on Snyder, Belichick. Well, when you do draft 28th or 30th or 32nd every single round for five straight years, remember that Balky became a product of that. It was like, Balky's a genius. It was like, Anthony Davis, Uh, Upati, Bowman. It's like, well, they were like, they had gone five wins the year before and were drafting seventh in every round. And then it was like, oh, he's missing all these picks. Well, it's like they're going to the NFC Championship every year. Right. No one ever brings that up.
0: No, he nailed Anthony Davis at 11, Alden Smith at seven, but not AJ Jenkins at 30.
1: Yeah, but you notice all second rounds, well, well, they got this guy in the second round. Well, yeah, they won one game the year before. We won 10 and won a playoff game.
0: Uh next up podcast, did we do this one? Uh yeah, that's Kyle Pitts. Oh, how about this, John? Uh way too much golf. This is a two star from Banana Fiend. They talk too much golf. They think because they love love golf, other people like it too. Uh that's yeah. true. Not Sorry, as many people love fiend. talking golf as love talking football. I mean that's that's true. But a lot of people love talking golf, but we'll try and banana fiend will Well, one thing we're just trying to get you to do is like me, I have
1: fifty dollars on Kepka. If he wins, I win a thousand dollars. Do you know what's fun? Talking about where you can turn fifty dollars into a thousand dollars in a four-day stretch.
0: Most of our golf talk is about DraftKings or gambling on it. That's true.
1: Yeah, we're. I mean, we're not breaking down the putting stance of Webb Simpson here.
0: How about the explosion of the the hips? You know, the young players coming up. Something. So you see, Finau's backswing is not cutting it for me, guy. Uh, this uh, this from B. B. Raw, B. raw says, "Uh, Pittsburgh wankers." This is about the Steelers. Uh, Ben is a cool dude. Ben is the cool dude in the Camaro that peaked in high school. Ben Roethlisberger. The Steelers are the cheerleader with a 4.0 who thought Ben was a family provider. Now they hate each other, but are keeping up appearances for the kids, the fans. He hangs out with the boys drinking beer, avoiding the family. She, the Steelers, pops quaaludes, telling herself it'll be good again until the Steelers realize they can make it without the 40-year-old high school Letterman jacket-wearing quarterback. It's going to be famine in Steel City.
1: Here'd be my pushback on the quaaludes comment for a year. Ben went away. Ben just disappeared. He was no longer hanging around and she got to kind of date other people. They had the, I'm pretty sure the worst passing offense in the league two years ago when duck and Mason manned the ship remember that. And then what did they do? They kind of doubled back down. They gave him a little bit money and he came back. I think everyone's shitting on Ben and listen, he's old and you know, maybe he's drama queen, whatever. I think now we've jumped the shark to where people are acting like he's some just scrub. <laughs> he, can't, he was, even when he was playing terribly, he's not that bad. I, he's getting talked about like he's way worse than he actually is. If I was him right now,
0: I'd be a little offended. He's building his Tom Brady, you know, the ad, the thing that Tom Brady put out after they won the Super Bowl of like all oh, the people talking about him. and It was a video. Yeah. He's getting talked about as if they've got to get rid of him with no other options. When the reality is, if you could upgrade, you should upgrade. But let's not act like you can just go get Sam Darnold, and that's a better, you're a better football team all of a
1: sudden. Well, who who, who would you say is like of all the starting quarterbacks, the worst guy you saw last year? You just and be like God. You mean like of all the solid starting quarterbacks? I, I'm just no, I'm just saying the guys that like we're going into the season going to be the starters, not like you know CJ Mullins or some of those type guys. CJ
0: Mullins, all right, a combination <laughs> of your worst nightmares. <laughs> Um, I thought Breeze. I, I mean, again, I'm just thinking out loud here. I thought yeah, breeze it's, it's an time, it's an unfair
1: question to ask you. I,
0: I think no, we, no. Let's just talk it, it through. Breeze Rivers at time look terrible. At time look good. Um, Goff But th- even the guys you're listing are ten, way better than the guy
1: the guy I'm thinking about, Daniel Jones. You're getting closer, right? Arson? Region. Keep keep working your way, Go. Arnold. No, keep keep going up toward you know toward Canada, north. Who uh, from New York? I'm blanking. Cam Newton. (laughs) Cam did look bad. Yeah. Well, Cam Cam was (laughs) awful. Right. So I I think and I think Ben in a weird way, like all those other guys, like you can still function with a golf or Rivers would have his moments, but then he'd have a good moment. Cam was horrendous. And I think Roethlisberger, like no way the Patriots are bringing Cam back. That is how people are talking about Roethlisberger. Like, oh, just get like it's a it's an easy one for the Patriots. Like, yeah, he's awful.
0: Yeah, the difference with him, right, is his career at one point in time had been based on him being a different type of player. Ben has been based on being this type of player, stationary player, the whole time. Um, He could could move a little bit. He could move better when he was younger. I do think Cam, and you and I talked a lot about, like, I felt like we were seeing Cam differently than some people were seeing him. I wouldn't think it's crazy for him to be better this year than he was last year, especially if he's back on the Patriots. I would expect... I'll buy a little bit of low cam stock if he is back on the Patriots next year. He had and been just,
1: banged up, Corona. Play, this team sucks. His team was his. Who he was thrown to? I mean, so I would. Pro, I would. Pro, I think there's a better chance that Cam's out of the league this season than good.
0: I don't think he'll be out of the league. I think he'll be back in New England.
1: If Russell stays in Seattle, their backup quarterback for like eight hundred
0: grand. What about, yeah, with New Orleans? But again, like we're talking about, it, New Orleans was unique because it's like where was he going to be a starting quarterback?
1: Yeah, to me, it's it's more of a team that's wants a Baltimore a backup quarterback because he can't run.
0: I could run. see him back in New England if Garoppolo's not the Patriots quarterback.
1: Just for like the run it back, same thing, like one million run it bucks back, or whatever. Just
0: feel like we'll be better. We'll add some players. We can win nine games and go to the playoffs.
1: Although nine, I mean, they went seven, seven and nine, and he couldn't have been any worse. I know, right?
0: But nine might not get you the playoffs in the AFC. Can Probably not. Bill, I mean, it would be it would be a Picasso by Bill. Does think Bill likes him? Right, he likes he Bill. He's talking about like
1: I know they're he friends. Bill this
0: week. Feels like they're better
1: friends than Brady and him are now. No. It's kind of weird.
0: Well, they're both very, yeah, they're both just, like, unique in their own ways. I'm sure they yeah. appreciate, you know, just kind of the Lone Ranger style that each of them has. So, I don't know. Uh, I think that's all the mailbag questions I had for today. Yeah, send us some more. I like it. Have a great weekend. We just wanted to keep this quick and tight and neatly packaged.
1: Yeah, enjoy, enjoy the sun.
0: Enjoy the sun, everybody
1: watch out for you see coyotes are coming into town watch keep your eye on a coyote coming into what town this town well there's all over the place yeah are biting people I saw by, you know the hills, displacement
0: Lafayette.
1: no they just I you know they're just the ecosystem's a little off so they bit a dude the other day in people, Lafayette oh okay yeah
0: they heard there's some housing people have left the state the wolves are like oh we'll, we'll buy low in California <laughs> yeah they're, they're back coyotes oh, they want a one way bus ticket from New York I'm just a wolf here looking for a place <laughs> Jeez. All right. We'll see what happens in golf. Yeah. Any weekend predictions for. Uh... Well, I got money on Kepka. So I just uh, wouldn't mind Kepka making called? a runner. here. Concession. You feel pretty good about Kepka saying that uh, when they asked him about shooting 35 on the front nine on uh, Thursday, he was like, Yeah, well, I hadn't seen it yet. That's why I was better on the back nine, 32. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I appreciate that. I don't think he's lying. Could Fina win this thing?
1: Uh, Well,. In theory, yes, but he never wins. I, I got him finishing second
0: So making you know, uh, $1.7 I mean. Yeah, you're right. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. See you.